Hello, beautiful people, and thank you for tuning in to In Your Power podcast. How are we all today? I'm sure you've all heard the news. There's some sort of roadmap of getting out of lockdown here in Victoria and New South Wales, I think, as well. Um, Yeah, so... How are we feeling about that? That is a big question, a massive question. (laughs) One I've sort of been avoiding because it sort of opens up a bit of a can of worms when you start talking about um, everyone's opinion on uh, what's going on right now. I mean, it's it's a thing because, you know, everyone has their own opinion and that's totally fine. And, yeah, I just... I wish it wasn't uh, dividing us as much as it seems to be, Um, as I discussed with Jacob in the last podcast about, you know, how everyone seems to um, have that whole, you know, division thing. If you're vaccinated, I don't want to know, like, yeah, if you're vaccinated or unvaccinated, I don't want to know you or, you know, but anyway, I guess that's. That's what this has come to. So, yeah. But anyway, I just hope that everyone is kind and um, understanding. And I hope that everyone sees that, you know, um, whatever view you have, we shouldn't all take it as personally as everyone seems to be. So, or most people seem to be. So, although to be honest, a lot of people that I've spoken to, they are, you know, I guess the people that are in my circle, they, you know, um, they're a lot kinder about it. But yeah, just on the socials and stuff, I'm really finding that uh, it's difficult <laughs> that people have such, um, yeah, such opinions about it and, you know, um, has that whole negativity spin to it, which I think is what gets to me the most is the negativity of it. You know, um, it shouldn't divide us. You know, it should be, you know, this is something that should be bringing us together and, you know, people understanding that there's, you know, like a reason for everything. And, yeah, so, um yeah, that's my little spin on what's going on at the moment. Um, yeah, so send me a message if you feel like you need to chat about, you know, what you're feeling, what you're going through. I'm honestly here for you guys. Um, I definitely, you know, I definitely don't know all the um, all the things, but, you know, I mean, I definitely have some idea just from personal experiences and stuff. So, yeah, anyway, reach out if you feel like you need to chat about something or anything. And, yeah, that sort of will lead us into what I've decided I wanted to talk about today. Now, this is probably going to be a bit of a tough subject for me to talk about today, and I'm just putting it out there um I literally have just I sat down to um 
tune into what I wanted to talk about today. I've had a few things in my um, train of um, consciousness, thought processes um, that I go through before I make a episode and um, today I feel like I want to share about um, a little bit more back of my story um, in regards to losing my mum. Now I feel like I've gone through a lot of healing with this and um, just through doing other things and not really just focusing on that but I feel like um, if I speak about it today, um, it might give you guys a bit more of an insight of, you know, um, loss and grief and, you know, those sort of things. So, um, I might just start with, um, when mum was diagnosed and then we'll go from there. So, And I just want to be clear that um, this is just my recollection of what happened. And I feel like um, when we go through traumatic experiences of loss and, you know, no matter whether it's a loved one or a relationship or, you know, um, I feel like the memory does play tricks on you a little bit and, um, you know, because it's such a traumatic event, I do definitely feel that, you know, um, your body, soul, consciousness, um, does try to protect you from such pain and, um, so sometimes some things may be a bit foggy. Um, so if you guys have gone through the loss of a parent or a loved one, you guys might find that, um, you know, things are a bit foggy and that's definitely how I feel sometimes about the recollection of how events happened. But I'm going to do my best on sharing with you um, what I went through and what happened and how I've grown from it and um, how I've not turned it into a negative thing how I've turned it into a positive thing and I know that if some of you are still in the thick of grieving and having a loss of something then you know I and it's so hard when you're in in the swamp of it um to think that there's a reason or a why or you know to turn a positive to turn it into something positive but um, I feel like that is how I survived it (laughs) Um, because it's really a heart-wrenching thing so yeah so let's push on (laughs) Um, so from my memory um Mum was diagnosed, um, I think it was in about November-ish. No, that was when she was put in the hospital. I believe she must have, it must have been around September, October. 
yeah, see, this is where I'm a bit foggy about when she was actually diagnosed. But I do remember when she was diagnosed, um, it was from she was going through a stress test um, and no, that was when she had her heart issues. Yeah, see, this is where things are a bit foggy. So, um, yeah, she found a lump. That's what it was. Um, She found a lump on her, like, near her neck and collarbone. Um, And so um, she was getting regular checkups and stuff because she had gone through a heart um, issue. She'd had a um, stint put in um, and that's um, when she had she quit smoking as well so um, yeah so she had she found a lump and so when she went to the doctor she showed it to them and um, they took a biopsy and it came back that it was uh, cancerous so um she got put in the hospital to get it removed um, and then because it was it was one of the really um, fast, horrible cancers. Um, now, I always get the pronunciation of this one wrong, but I think it was something single cellular something or other um and it's one of the most um aggressive fast moving cancers so um she went straight into undergoing chemotherapy and um yeah so she went in to go she started chemotherapy um and um that took a really hard toll on her and um, I think the one thing I remember the most um, was when, so it did all the things to her, like it was really horrendous and um, she lost her hair and I just remember thinking um, because she was very much a feminine woman um even though she had short hair she was you know um just yeah it really affected her and I saw how it affected her um and yeah so she had to get a wig and um yeah so from memory dad um shaved her head for her when she started to lose her hair and I think that was really beautiful of him to do that for her um and I think that's probably another um you know reflection of how beautiful um my parents relationship was (laughs) um now you're just going to have to bear with me for a little bit because obviously this is still an emotional thing and, um, yeah, sorry, I'm just welling up a little bit, so just bear with me. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, so she, uh, dad shaved her head and um, she uh, was wearing a wig um, 
and I think that affected her a lot and um my mum was a very very religious woman and I mean I've come from a religious family we um I went to church pretty much every Sunday um mum was the organist she was also the RE teacher um in you know for the local schools that we when we lived um in the country um yeah so she put a lot of faith and uh, it was amazing how much faith she put into God and um she handed it all over and she was a big believer in you know um the church and well she was a big believer in Jesus and God and um I think that's probably what helped her a lot to go through the pain that she must have been going through um yeah so um yeah so then um I was going through my um, endometriosis uh, operations. So I just, I have a recollection of her coming over to um, my house and um, sitting on the couch with me and I'm feeling absolutely wretched and I'm sure she was too. (laughs) So, yeah, I just remember, you know, she just, she just wasn't the same and, I think chemo does that to a lot of people and um, I feel like, you know, for some benefits, you know, obviously chemo is one of the main things to um, heal from cancer or get rid of the disease. Um, but, yeah, I just think to myself, I, I always have this thought in the back of my head you know, um, if only I had have found my health journey sooner. But then I always, then I realised I found my health journey because I lost mum from cancer. So um, it's sort of a bit of a catch-22. But yeah, so anyway, um, yeah, so she um, went through chemo, and it did take a number on her. She, it really honestly affected everything in her body, not just the cancer. Um, and unfortunately, it got some of the cancer, I believe. But um, I feel like it, um, because she was a heavy smoker previously, um, I just honestly feel that there was know just her body was too damaged and um it spread into um obviously it was in her lymph nodes and my understanding of how it happened um spread over her lungs so she had um I remember sitting in the doctor's um room and they showed us her um scan of her lungs and um it was it was just there was little dots all over our lungs so um the next step was to be um to go through radiology and so um my understanding is that they were going to like pinpoint all the little cells on her lungs um but 
Um, she was supposed to go through another bout of chemo as well. Um, but her faith and um, this is probably what turned me against God for a long time. Um, she believed that she was healed and she didn't need to go through chemo or anything else. So, um, you know, and it, looking back now from my understanding of what things are now, um, you know, that was a beautiful thing that she had so much faith. Um, so, but unfortunately, um, she wasn't healed. And, um, so then I went into my, for my last surgery, um, of my endometriosis and, uh, So I was in recovery after my operation and um, I remember vaguely my sister-in-law calling and saying that um, mum had had to be put into hospital um, because um, dad was finding it really, really hard to take care of her as she um, ended up pretty much losing the loss of her like she lost the use of her legs. So um, that was really hard on dad. And, um, you know, he was so strong for her and he tried to um, keep her at home as as long as he could. But, um, yeah, I think from memory, um, my brother and sister-in-law had to step in and say, Dad, you know, um, you can't keep doing this. Mum needs more help than what you can provide. So um, she got put into hospital and, um, yeah, it, um, yeah, so she got put into hospital. Um, That was when we started having the meetings with the doctors and, or her doctor, and, yeah, it, um, no other treatment was done. I feel like mum must have said no. Um, I'm not going to be in here for much longer. I'm healed. So, um, yeah. And you know what? I think now that I'm reflecting right now, I feel like her healedness that she was feeling may have been her soul. She may have become at peace with it. Um, So, yeah, Um, she wasn't in the hospital she was in the hospital for very long I think it was just a few weeks um I just remember going in to visit her one day and um she was asleep so I left her be and um and I came back again later on and she was still asleep so um I went to the nurse's station and um yeah they told me that she was um had dropped into a coma so um yeah, and then I think from memory um, that was after she had um, a day of just being so bright and bubbly and was talking a lot and everyone, you know, we were all talking and visiting with her and, yeah, so she dropped into a coma um, and then, sorry, when that happened, 
we all um, took it in turns for um, staying overnight. As the doctor had said um, that we, um, it wasn't going to be much longer until she was gone. So um, remember we did a family prayer over her and I feel like that was probably what helped her leave because she was in a lot of pain. Um, she was on the maximum amount of morphine that she could be and, um, yeah, it was just really hard to see her like that. So, um, yeah, so we did a family prayer with her over um, and this is where my brain gets a bit foggy about who was there um, and I feel like it was just um, – our immediate family so I think it was both my brothers and my dad and me um because I think my sister-in-laws were probably looking after the kids um I know my brother came over for a bit and then had to go back to um he lives in Bendigo had to go back to Bendigo um and then um when she dropped into the coma um we had to go back over and get him so that he was around for the last moments. Um, yeah, so we did a family prayer um, and we asked the Lord <laughs> to take her um, and I feel like it was probably not even a day. I feel like it may have been that night even. Um at the time, um, Rich and I and my um, ex at the time were there. Um, we stayed overnight that night um, and I was, you know, we were sleeping in chairs and stuff like that in her room um, and I remember waking up in the middle of the night and um, I'd, I'd had a dream about her um, in her pink jumper, which I feel like was her favourite jumper. (laughs) Um, And, yeah, she had, yeah, I was dreaming, had a dream that uh, I don't even remember what it was really. I just remember the vividness of her being in the dream in her pink jumper (laughs) um and yeah she was gone and um yeah so when I woke up I feel like it was like around midnight or something so yeah I feel like she waited till we were asleep before she left this earth and yeah, so I just remember feeling numb, <laughs> you know, I guess because I was, I can't really remember crying beforehand. Um, I think I did, but, uh, you know, my, like I always say, um, my memory recollection is a bit foggy because it was such a hard time and, um, yeah, so... Um, she passed away in the middle of the night and I woke up and then I woke my brother up and I was like, I think she's gone. 
Um, and yeah, so then we had to, um, I think Rich left and went and picked up um, dad and my brother. And so my brother and my went and picked up my other brother. Um, and yeah, so that is my recollection of what happened. And, you know, I feel like um, just reflecting on it now, it sort of even open my opens my eyes more now. Um, just my understanding of what happened and how things were, and gives me a more understanding now that um, it was her time, and you know she had done her purpose. Um, she'd raised us the best she could the best she knew how, um, you know, um, yeah, so, um, so things snowballed from that, obviously, the loss of a mother is really, really hard, and, um, you know, I, I went through a lot of turbulence after that, um, in my relationship, um, and in myself, obviously, um, and that's what I believe woke me up in terms of um, what my relationship was really like, um, and yeah, there were just some horrible things that happened in the grieving process, which obviously didn't help it at all, um, so yeah, but um, I honestly feel that um, the, the nurses were amazing and they, you know, they're obviously, they have the training to recognise things but um, also to say, you know, um, losing a loved one and especially to cancer, um, they really advised us all to go see a counsellor um, and to be honest I didn't straight away it took me um, a good solid I reckon it was about a year um, and yeah I just I wasn't dealing I wasn't coping um, and yeah it went into um I think it was definitely a thing that pointed out um, how bad um, the relationship I was in was. So, um, you know, and as a mother, I feel like she probably knew how bad it was um, just from the things that I would speak to her about. And I guess obviously... Um, not having her around to download to anymore, um, I would keep it all inside. And, um, yeah, I was just getting to the point where I was like, so it took me, it was so easy for me to cry, like at the drop of a hat. So for the stupidest, smallest things, what I thought was stupidest, small things. So, yeah, I took the step and made a appointment to see my counsellor a counsellor um and 
yeah, it was just referred to by the doctor. Um, and yeah, she was amazing. <laughs> um, absolutely amazing. And so she, um, helped me go through processes and, um, the process was really, I, you know, I feel like <laughs> she understood my story and, um, just was able to open up what was going on and yeah so I feel like the growth that I got from talking to a counsellor was phenomenal and um, it was the real wake-up call that I needed and I feel like um, in some way like the loss of my mum and was definitely the biggest wake-up call um, for my soul to um, become all that it, for me to become all that I can be. And even though it was such a long process after that, well, I feel it was such a long process after that, um, that was the pivotal moment, I think, in my life that woke me up that um you know made me realize made me understand what where I was and you know it's just yeah and I feel like you know I have that whole thing of like everything happens for a reason and as fucking horrible and heart-wrenching and heartbreaking as it was to lose mum and to go through that and to go through what I went through after I lost mum um you know I would give anything to have her in my life again but I feel like if it wasn't for losing her um my life wouldn't be what it is today. So um, her soul had obviously done what it needed to do on this earth and um, sorry, and as hard as it was to lose her um, and not have her around now, Um, it was definitely a thing that had to happen in my life, um, for it to be the way it is today and, um, just understanding that is such a huge thing. And I know a lot of people are probably listening to this right now and are feeling like, you know, I don't understand how that can be a thing. But, yeah, it's probably not a 
brain thing that you have to think about. You have to really feel it with your heart. And yeah, I think just her going through what she went through in her life, um, she was done. She was ready to move on and for me to realise that and to understand that is a huge thing and I just really hope this message makes sense to whoever needs to listen to it or hear it today um, that, you know, hard things, horrible things, impossible things that you sometimes feel like you're not going to get through um, happen to strengthen you and to make you grow and it's sort of like a wake-up call and you know as hard as it is to wrap our little brains around that is like it's just it's really hard and um I feel like it's something that it does take a lot of understanding and realisation to get to um, and, yeah, it's it's really hard to describe. You know, obviously I still have a huge um, connection to my mum and I still feel loss and sadness Um But, you know, it's not as intense as it used to be Um, and I just want people to understand and I want people who are going through, you know, hard times now to know that there is is a way out, there is, it is, there is light at the end of the tunnel, Um, you know, as painful as it is right now. it does ease and the understanding of everything eventually eventuates and, um, you know, I just feel um, my mum was such a big part of my life for a long time, obviously, Um, and, you know, we were quite close. We were pretty very close, I feel. Um, Obviously, I went through my rebellious stages and, Um, as we all do as, you know, humans trying to get our own identity. Um, But um, towards the end, we're really close and, um, you know, just having that beautiful connection, um, I feel, you know, she always is watching over me. Um, And, yeah, I just want people to take... Um, peace in that, have peace to know that um, there is a bigger picture and, you know, um, I hate sounding so cliche but everything does happen for a reason and I feel that um, losing my mum was definitely the pivotal point of my growth and my wake up. (laughs) Um, and, you know, I just really want people to embrace, you know, um, 
the things that are hard um, and just know that the universe doesn't give us things that we can't handle and as much as we feel like when we're in the thick of it um, we can't handle it um, you know it's the potential for more growth it's the potential to you know be more and I honestly feel that that is what happened to me um you know I grieved for a very long time and you know I still probably am in the grieving process and um yeah just I mean just even thinking about her now you know I just I have that feeling of like I just wish she was still around um she would have absolutely loved my partner um she would have adored him so much I feel and you know what she does know him because I feel like she is around and you know as weird as that sounds for some people maybe um but you all were warned this is a woo-woo podcast (laughs) um yeah I just feel that she's definitely watching over me and um I want people to find peace in that that I'm sure that their loved ones are around and if you just really tune in um I'm just gonna share one more thing I remember um just not long after mum passed away walking through the I'd went on a walk um where I live there's a lake and um I remember walking and there was just this absolute swarm of butterflies and um I just remember thinking that's that's (laughs) mum so um that's just something that I go through um yeah so now pretty much every time I see a butterfly I feel like that's mum's little sign of saying you know I'm still here I'm still watching over you um yeah so that is a huge that's 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 my thing that's uh probably one of my um biggest pivotal points of um what made me grow what helped me grow um what woke me up (laughs) to being more and um as though if some of you are going through the grief process right now um I know I've been like I've been there I know how hard it can be and the loss of a parent is just unfathomable like the pain what feels like pain you know the heartache you know the tears just I want you to know that it's it'll be okay and it will eventually subside it'll come in waves is very much the cliche that you all we all read about um it does come in waves you know and eventually the waves taper down um yeah so um but yeah I just want you guys to know that you know just feel into it don't hold it back 
don't hold it in, I think that is what was a huge thing in my process was I held it in a lot because um, there was one stage in my early grief process where um, my ex told me to suck it up and to um, go cry somewhere else. So, um, yeah, so please, please do not hold it in. Let it out. And even if it feels like an inappropriate time, like you're in the supermarket and you see something, you know, um, don't hide or if you really need to, just leave. <laughs> um, yeah, so just I want you guys to know that feeling into the feelings is important. Um, you know, wallow in it for a while if you need to because that's part of the process of grief is feeling the feels <laughs> so yeah um I hope this episode makes sense to you guys um I just feel like I was a little bit rambly but I think it was everything that I needed to get out and let you guys know um just one of the other steps in my process to growth and um my purpose and finding the way <laughs> so to speak so yeah I hope this has helped someone out there today and um if you feel like this is something that someone needs to hear please share it um and honestly if you need someone to talk to um reach out um, and I can definitely put you in touch with some amazing, an amazing counsellor who also helped me through um, my um, relationship breakup as well. So um, she's an amazing lady. Um, yeah, so we are definitely going to have her on the podcast soon. So um, yeah, for you to meet her would be is going to be amazing so um but um yeah thank you all for listening and um I just want to put that out there I've got so much love and appreciation for you guys who tune in every week and you know I know you're out there listening I can see <laughs> um I don't know who you are but you know I can see the numbers and you know, it's really amazing to um, feel like I have that connection with you guys and um, I'm hoping that I'm making an impact on your lives for the better. Um, yeah, so please reach out if um, you're listening. Share me out. Um, put it on your socials, on your stories. Tag me. Um, I really love it when you guys do that. So, um Thank you again for listening and, um, yeah, sorry it was a bit of a sad one today, but it was on my heart to talk about. So, um, yeah, I just hope you guys understand um, and feel the feels. <laughs> um, and, yeah, again, thank you for listening and 
I appreciate you. I love you all. And we'll see you next week. Peace and love, guys. Bye.